business, leadership, high performance, the journey. Welcome everybody to the show today. Uh, we have on the episode today, men's physique competitor and fitness coach. Uh, that helps busy professionals recomposition their bodies, teach them lifelong habits to improve them physically and mentally. Uh, he's competed in the men's physique division all over the United States for the past seven plus years, uh, has even placed in the top five uh, a few years ago. Uh, he's been published in the Los Angeles Tribune and once upon a time was even on the reality TV show Radical Body Transformation. Uh, an entrepreneur with some exciting things on the horizon. Oh, and... He does all this while being a busy father as well. Uh, I'm excited to talk about his journey today and really the importance of taking on what he refers to as a lion's mentality in life. So fitness professional Jeff Davis, welcome to the show, man. Thanks, Patrick. I appreciate it. You bet. Looking forward to it. Well, let's dive in right away on the last concept that I mentioned because I know it's really going to set the tone for the rest of the show. Mm -hmm. So living life with a lion's mentality, uh, I think any, any entrepreneur for sure or individual that has had maybe a big breakthrough or that ultimate realization has to come to that point and mentality eventually. So walk me through what exactly does it mean to you, however, to have that lion's mentality? Sure. So a lot of people ask me like, hey, um, you haven't seen my tattoo, but um, like, dude, you have an awesome lion on your arm. So lion, the lion's been my spirit animal since I was super young. And I never really knew why when I was young. I just was really drawn to lions. And as I grew over these last, man, probably these last four or five years, I've realized that we as humans, the way that we live life, if you want something more than what you have today, you literally have to think like a lion. Like a lion is is the king of a, of a huge you know, out in the jungle, it's got out, it's just like the Lion King, you know, it, was, it had to watch over that, the king had to watch over so much pride land every single day. And it has to keep control of everything. It has to watch over everything. And and we as as professionals, as, as fathers or um, whatever, we have a lot of tasks to do in one day. And if we, if we let any of those fall to the, to the wayside, you know exactly what happens. It it's becomes a mess and you have to do what you have to do. So the lion mentality for me is I, I'm always in a state of hunt. Like I have to always be sure that I'm taking care of my finances, taking care of my fiance, making sure that she, I do all the things that I have to as a, as a fiance to make sure that she's loved and, and so she knows that yep. I have to keep food on the table. Um, you know, I have to, I have to take care of myself on a daily basis. Cause if I don't, I'm just, I, there's no way in hell that I can take care of my family. Um, and, and if, if I were to slip back and just relax and watch Netflix and go out partying all the time, I would not be able to perform. You imagine if a lion just sat back in the shade all day long, didn't stretch, didn't do any of that, I'm sure that it coming up to a, a battle of another line, it would, it would lose. Yep. So I think of me as an entrepreneur and other entrepreneurs, I think of them as lions. I do. They're always on the hunt. They're always, always trying to get better. And they're trying to 
stay alive in their business as long as they possibly can so that they can be the king of whatever it is that they do or the queen, whatever. And that's <laughs> that lioness, exactly. <laughs> and that's that's exactly how I see my life. Like literally every single day, I'm always, you know, I, I've always ha- got my back against a wall and I'm always looking at, I, I'm always looking what's in front of me because our days change every single day. It's just like the weather, mm-hmm. you know, you have to adapt to the weather every single day of what's going to happen because you don't know what's going to happen. Yep. But if you structure and you know that there's things that could happen and you have that mentality of just take imperfect action all the, every single day on whatever obstacle that comes your way, you can literally get through anything that you want to literally anything. Um, you know, I've went through a lot of, lot of adversity, even in the last couple of years, I've gotten through it. Been, there's been through a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you stay the course and you have a positive mindset, literally, I know it sounds really cliche. Oh, have a positive mindset. You have to, you literally cannot let negativity affect you in any way, shape or form. Cause if you do, it'll control you. Oh, especially as an entrepreneur. That is oh my sure. gosh. Oh my gosh. There's so much, and there's so much negativity. You can't do it. You know, there's people out there. You can't do it. There's no way that you can, there's no way. It was just like last night. I I was just telling Patrick a little bit ago. I you know we were on a in a room with, in Clubhouse listening to Elon Musk and hearing the things that he does on a daily basis. I mean he it sounds like he barely has time to go to the bathroom. And he said that he does not recommend his lifestyle to anyone. <laughs> Be- <laughs> to anyone. Yep. He's like I rec- I do not recommend it. But he's like I have a dream. I have a passion. And this is this is what I'm gonna do. And I'm I'm not gonna I'm not. I can barely go to sleep until my, my job is done every day. Yep. So it's, it's, it's essentially doing what others will not do. Yeah. You know, exactly. And, and I love, I love how, as you were describing that, you know, all the things you have, you know, responsibilities as a fiance, as a father, as an entrepreneur, you know, you kept saying you, you, you obviously in reference to yourself, right. you know? Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, I think one of the things a lot of people really fail at is failing to take that ownership mm-hmm. of if I want it, I need to go after it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of people fail to embrace that concept and they look at everything and everybody around them mm-hmm. as to why things aren't happening for them, why I can't be successful. You know, it's somebody else's fault. It's, it's a situation, you know, mm-hmm. and always looking for some poor justification. You know, they have to, in order to get where you want to go, we all have a belief system. And if you do have a lot of negative beliefs, that you can't get where you want to go, you won't, you, that, that's exactly right. Once you can divorce those ideas and divorce like all those beliefs, that, that shitty belief system that you have, that is when you will start getting exactly where you want to go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, hundred percent agree. That first mm-hmm. step, I think the first step even before that is acknowledging those poor beliefs that you have, those mm-hmm. self-limiting beliefs that have held you down for many time for, uh, Many times it's from time you were a kid, mm-hmm. you know, of when a lot of those beliefs were formed and a lot of times subconsciously. Even lies. Um, you know how many people lie to themselves every day? Mm-hmm. Every day about how they want to get better, how they want to get healthier, how they want to make more money, how they want to be a better whatever. They lie to themselves over and over and they, and they tell themselves that they want to do it, but they don't take action. They don't execute on it. I'm in a yep. program do right it tomorrow. now. What's that? I'll do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm working with a mentor right now, Garrett J. White. And uh, Garrett is an amazing mentor. And he's all about getting rid of all the lies. And he's made all of us tell over live video the lies that we've told ourselves and the lies mm -hmm. that, we tell, that we've told to other people on a daily basis. And so we've had to get very vulnerable. And I've, I've realized that lies that I've told myself for many, many years. And it's slowed me down. Yep. Yeah, I love that. I think, you know, I think I've shared this before on here, but, you know, the most useful activity I have ever done kind of in response to that or, or related to that was when I worked with a business coach out of San Diego. Mm -hmm. He had me go through what he called his our own personal hero's journey mm -hmm. of basically deconstructing your entire life from what you remember all the way up to where you are now and identifying what were the struggles, what were the obstacles, what were the big wins, what were the big losses, mm -hmm. who were the resources, the influences, the people. But part of that is exactly what you said, Jeff, was identifying all of those crappy, shitty beliefs and lies that you've created and told yourself, you know, and you even, and you know that, you know that you're convincing yourself, you know, every time, it, you know, every single time, but we still continue to do it because mm -hmm. we're scared typically to go mm -hmm. after something or we're scared of failing, you know, mm -hmm. but man, that was the most useful activity I've ever done in my life. It was absolutely life-changing to look back at everything and say, here's exactly why I am who I am how I got there, now that I've faced all of those things and dug them all up, mm -hmm. what do I have to do to start burying those things, the negative things, the things I don't want, things I don't want to believe permanently mm -hmm. and forever? I love and now that. just move on from it. That sounds exactly kind of what I'm doing. I like, and and that's, that's exactly what we're doing is we've had to bring up all these lies. We've had to bring up, even when say I'm in a scenario with my fiance and there's something that I don't necessarily agree on that I realize like, it's really not that big of a deal. You know, it's, it's really, there's something that is going on that I, I can just, I can move forward from. There's, there's a lie that I'm telling myself on why maybe my fiance had a bad day or, or why, and, and why now, now I'm going to get upset about that. No, there's, that's dumb that yeah. I don't need to do that. I just need to move forward. I need to support her. I need to support her bad day and, and keep moving forward. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or if someone gets really, really angry, well, I got angry because you had a shitty day. No, you yeah. got angry because you can't control your feelings. That's exactly why you got angry. Or you didn't do this for your fiance or for your friend or for your business is because you did a piss poor job of planning it, et cetera. Yep. How big, and I know we're going to start, we're going to dive back here in a minute mm -hmm. to kind of where all this started, but mm -hmm. How big or how important is just self-awareness in all of this? Oh, my gosh. Every single day. Self-awareness is something that I focus on every single day. I, I, I journal it. I, I feel it. I think it. Throughout my whole day, I'm always self-aware of what's going on. If you are not aware of your mindset, your health, just or the things that are going on in life, it's going to bite you in the butt really quick. Mm -hmm. Life will pass you by, first of all, <laughs> without yeah, ever doing it, anything. It, it, it really will. Self-awareness is so, so very important, Patrick. I can't, I, I could, I could talk about self-awareness for hours. Yeah. To me, I think that was probably the, 
probably the biggest item I pulled out of doing that um, with that business coach mm-hmm. as I moved forward. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously an, impo- an important part was, like I said, kind of digging up the past and really dissecting it. But mm-hmm. moving forward, I mean, there's nothing more important than just self-analyzation. Mm-hmm. You know, and you look at you look at the highest performers in life. They are really, really self-analytical. Mm-hmm. You know, they are thinking about what they're thinking about. Mm-hmm. They are constantly evaluating their actions, um, how they interact with people. You how know, they they're can constantly, get yes, how they can get better. They're always, always, always picking those pieces apart and always finding ways to improve on every single one of them. And that's why they're high performing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why they succeed in everything they do. You know, it's kind of it's kind of like the people that um, hate the guy or gal that succeeds at everything. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason they succeed is because they're super analytical. Mm-hmm. They're really self-aware mm-hmm. and they work at it and mm-hmm. they're consistent. They consistently show up every single day. No matter how hard it is. Yeah. And no matter what it is. Yep. You know, so every day I'm just going to, I'll say this to everyone right now. This is what I do every single day. I focus on my body being balanced in business. So I focus on my body. I sweat every day and I feel it every day with greens. So right there, that's where my body comes yep. in. Okay. Being Okay, so I will or I will balance. I'll talk about my relationships. I send my fiance a text every single day, every day. That's awesome. How, what, why I love her, why I honor her, and why I appreciate her. I send it to her every day. I will send someone, either a friend, uh, an acquaintance that I've met, a client. I'll tell them why I love them, why I honor them, and why I appreciate them. In business. I'll discover something that will help me in business every single day. If it's accounting, um, money, systems, um, just how I can be a better coach. Mm-hmm. I'll read or listen to an audio podcast or an audio podcast, an audio book. Um, then I will make a video on what I learned. I'll write it down or I'll type it in a note. Yeah. I, and, I, and then um, with body being, being, I meditate every single day and then I write memoirs about my meditation. I do that mm-hmm. every single day That's and, I have, and, and I track <laughs> it. I track it. So I keep points. So it's a half a point for each thing. Okay. So I get four points a day. If that is my main priority, if I don't do that every day, my day is screwed. I have to do that. I have to focus on those things. Yep. And I know that if I focus on those things, I can do whatever the hell I want. Yep. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I'll have to show you that when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Love, love to see it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let's go back then. Yes. So, I mean, like I, like we said at the beginning, men's physique competitor. Mm-hmm. Now you're more so probably in the world of coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, Where did this start? Bring me back to how you kind of gain an interest in all this. Yeah, so, um, well, I'll take you back to just high school a little bit. Um, n- not too much, but I was competitive in high school. I was in basketball, uh, played that for many years, I would say since eighth, uh, seventh or eighth grade. And then I was, uh, I played on the golf team. Actually, I really like golf because my grandma, my grandma and grandpa golfed all the time. So they just yep. got me into golfing. So I did that until it was eighth grade and the track coach had actually recruited me to run track because he watched me in basketball and he was like, oh, this guy's fast. This guy could be on our four by one team or something. So I did track in Park Rapids. And then uh, my sophomore year of high school, I moved to Detroit Lakes and I ran the track team there. I ran with um, 
man, I ran with, uh, I remember my four by one team. It was amazing. Uh, Rory Mankey, Tim Service, um, Torben Thied. He was, he was a Sweden um, guy from Sweden. He was super fast. Rory was the, the top quarterback for the Detroit Lakes football team. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Tim Service was a uh, running back for the uh, Detroit Lakes football team. And then myself. And we ended up going to state two or three times. And it was so much fun uh, running with those guys. Um, didn't do any really lifting in high school. It was just, I'm like, uh, that seems like a lot of work. I'm yep. just, I'm just going to do my thing. And were you skinny fella? It was about 135 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I was. And I if was. you look at him today, you wouldn't guess. <laughs> uh, I should show you. I, I have a, a, a picture when I was in basketball on track. Um, okay. So fast forward 2005, I graduated, came to college up to MSCTC, uh, dropped out twice. Didn't know what I wanted to do. Got in the party scene, uh, did all that, and then in 2012, I really, uh, 2000, actually 10, I I started to go to the gym. I'm like, oh, this is fun. You know, I just want to go start lifting and get my body in shape. Did that. Fought. You know, just did the the same old normal. Tried something. Ate right. You know, fell off. Went back. Fell off. Well, then I started to see bodybuilding online. Really saw the competitive side of things there. Really interests me. Yep. But really didn't. I was like, I can't be that big. I can't. I don't want to do that. That looks uncomfortable. What, what about it interested you? Um, I just liked how, well, first of all, I love that the way that their physiques looked. I was like, man, it, it's art. It looks mm-hmm. just very interesting to me. Honestly, the, the work behind it didn't look. I didn't see the work behind it. I just saw that looks like a lot of fun. Yep. Hear the music, people cheering, you know, people, you know, going from first to second to third to fourth to fifth. You know, it just looked really fun yep. to me. I was like, it brought back that competitive edge. I'm yeah. like, man, maybe this is something that I could do. And who doesn't want to get jacked, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> who doesn't want to get in great shape? <laughs> yeah. So 2013, I went to it on a trip in Hawaii. And, um, I got back from this trip and we had ate and drank all the best food. You know, it was over in Hawaii. So it was amazing. We got back and I looked in the mirror when we got back and I, that was, I just was like, I can't do this anymore. Cause the I turning just, point. Yeah. Yeah. That was my turning point. <laughs> what, and people ask like, what was the turning point? Honestly, I, I have no idea. I just, I looked and I, I just couldn't look at myself anymore. I wasn't comfortable with what mm-hmm. I saw. You ever, you know, oh, yeah. people have Been that all there. the time. Been there a couple get, times. Get a, yeah. Get out of the shower. <laughs> you look at yourself and you're just like, nope, this ain't, this ain't it. So I, I looked into some things that I could do. So I looked into shows and I knew that there was a, um, a model search is what they call it out in Las Vegas at their Mr. Olympia show. And so you had to submit some photos in order to be able to go compete there. So I was like, you know, that looks like a lot of work, but I think I'm going to try this. So I went to bodybuilding.com, found a diet, found, you know, something that would work for me. <laughs> bodybuilding.com was actually a really good resource for me. Yeah. It really yep. was. It was a, they, Wait, I've, I've used plenty of stuff off great of there in the past, yep. you know, nothing recently, but yeah, mm-hmm. I used to pull a lot of programs off there. Bodybuilding.com was great. Now they charge people, which is fine. It's a subscription based, but. Um, I think that they lost a lot of a lot of people, you know, compared to what they had. Um, I mean, it's still a great platform, but so I utilized that, and 
started hitting the gym more. I contacted a local photographer. I said, hey, I need to get some professional photos taken. I got to submit to this thing that I'm, I'm entering in. Can you do it? Yep. So I got myself ready, took these photos in this uh, gal's house. Like she had this really nice house over in West Fargo. Took the photos, submitted them. And uh, yeah, I was one of the what was it, 80 people selected to go. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. So I'm like, God, what do I got to do now? I'm like, well, I better hire a coach. <laughs> so how much time had you spent in, in preparation for it? Uh, so that was in February, um, February, March, April, May. So three, three months. Oh, wow. Yep. So three months I, I prepared for that to take those photos. Then I got selected in June. Yeah, it was June because my first check-in pictures were June 6, 2013. That was my first check-in pictures to my coach. Okay. And um, yeah, and then the, the competition was in September out in Las Vegas. So hired a coach, local coach. He was out of Sioux Falls, Brandon Falcon. Uh, He was actually competing in it as well. I was just like, oh, okay. He's like, but this will be a great first time for you. I'm like, perfect, let's do it. So I hired him. My first show was literally on the Mr. Olympia stage. Wow. Yep. It was on the biggest stage that you can step on. <laughs> and I was going against some of the best people in the world. Okay. It, but it was a great first experience. I was able to go to Las Vegas. I was able to go see the Super Bowl of bodybuilding, essentially. Yep. And men's physique at the time, that was actually, um, that was when it was really introduced was 2012. So just a year before that. So it just came to the Olympia that year of 2013. It was introduced in 2012, but the first year at the Olympia was 2013. And I was in this model search. So um, again, amazing experience. And then I was able to travel to Minneapolis two weeks after and do a local show where I placed second, which really hyped me up. Then from there, after that, I'm like, man, I, I just want to see how far I can go. Uh, ended up going to Pittsburgh, um, ended up going to Las Vegas, Chicago, uh, you know, competing to try to go pro. Realized I had to put on some size. So I did that. I built over a matter of a very long time from 2013 all the way up to 2000. 15. Um, I competed uh, in some smaller shows up until then, but uh, yeah, one of my best best showings was in out in Las Vegas. It was at the USA Championships. Um, you know, classes were uh, 30 to 35 guys, and I I ended up getting uh, top five there, uh, almost getting my pro card. You have to get top two to go pro. Um, but since then, I've done 14 shows. Um, placed top five there, placed first a couple times, won the overall show here in Fargo, uh, the upper Midwest in 2018. Then we had something happen. So I'm going to stop you right there yep. for a second. Mm -hmm. How in the world, because I think, you know, the biggest obstacle for so many people is mm -hmm. like, where the hell do I even begin? And that's a whole that's a whole deeper question, but oh, yeah. like where where did you initially like find the motivation to start? I mean, because most people it's like a struggle just to start something, right. just to start going to the gym, start mm -hmm. maybe just losing weight, feeling mm -hmm. better. Mm -hmm. I mean, but you went like whew, like full blown. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. from looking in the mirror to saying, <laughs> uh, yeah, to, <laughs> wow. Like, to I mean, I mean, a couple of years later, I mean, you're literally mm -hmm. on a stage competing. Yep. So, um, when it comes to competing, you know, competing is definitely, it's a different lifestyle. 
you have to, there's mm -hmm. so much things that you have to consider. Competing is a very, is a very selfish sport. You have yes. to, you, you just have to focus <laughs> on yourself. Yep. You know, you're drinking a gallon to a gallon and a half of water every day. Like it's your job. You're, so you're going to the bathroom all the time. You have to eat, you know, anywhere from five to seven meals a day. You have to work out. And it's not meals of choice necessarily. Mm -mm. No, no. <laughs> now these days, you know, they, they've been able to do macros. So you've been able to, you can live a little bit more balanced lifestyle. But if yep. you want to look the part, you know, you definitely have to follow a structured meal plan, a clean, a clean meal plan, doing a cheat meal, maybe once, once a week, maybe. I remember my first cheat meal when I started my coach, my first, I, I went 38 days straight without having a cheat meal. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Most on, people can't go 38 hours without, <laughs> cheating, without cheating with something. <laughs> oh gosh, I remember that. I remember I remember where I was when he told me that I could have a cheat meal. We were literally on the freeway and we were right by the fireworks place on um gosh. Well, it was was it right out by uh it was on I was on my way back from Valley City from picking up my son, and I remember getting a text. You can have a cheat meal. You can have a burger and fries. I was so jacked. I was so <laughs> pumped that night. I mean, I, I remember. That was in 2013, and I remember exactly where we were. Um, so back to your question, Patrick. I don't recommend anyone diving into, when it comes to health and fitness, I don't recommend anyone diving into a huge program or anything right away. It's very overwhelming. You know, we all have enough going on in life right now with work and kids and keeping our, our spouses happy and everything. Um, you know, so what I did was I just I was so motivated. I was just I was so motivated for that motivated for that change. And and but it took me a while to get there. And some people, you know, there's a line sometimes you have to draw for yourself is when is enough is enough. Mm -hmm. I don't ever recommend getting to that point. And I was 23 at the time. So, I mean, I wasn't in a place of like. It wasn't detrimental or anything like that, but I just, I saw myself and I just wasn't happy with my health. I wasn't happy with how much I ate out. I wasn't happy with how much I drank. And I just, I knew I needed a, I knew I needed a shift. Yep. So the first thing that happened was a mental shift. And I, yep. I, I, I committed to doing this. I'm going to tell you right now that every day wasn't perfect. Yep. But if you can be consistent and perfect, or at least be consistent five days out of the week, you're, you're already winning right there. Yeah. And I think, I think a lot of people think like you have to be perfect all the time and it's, no. and that's, it's impossible. Yeah. There's it's no absolutely way. Absolutely impossible. I mean, yeah. Unless you're an Olympian. Yeah. Okay. Great. Then yeah, you're, but, but even them, I, you know, pros like I see behind the scenes, I know what they do, you know, they're, they're not perfect, you know, but here's what I've seen in life, Patrick, even with the health and fitness mindset, just, if you can start keeping track of your small, consistent wins over, this is why I do body, being, balance, and business, is that I keep track of those small wins. My goal every month is to have more more wins than I do losses. Mm -hmm. And if I can do that, I know I'm going to win. Yep, absolutely. Yep. It, I might not win right away, but if I keep doing that for six months to a year to a year and a half to two years, I'll win sometime. Yeah, and I think too many people focus on the big picture. They that, do. The, and the product, you know, they instead do. of just the little wins in the process mm -hmm. along the way. So that is that is what I discuss with my students is we talk about, you know, we have 12-week roadmaps of goals that we want to get. But, you know, if you want to lose 20, 30 pounds, I mean, it's going to take a while. I've seen it happen in 12 weeks, but it takes time. 
I always talk about our goals like climbing a mount, like climbing a mm-hmm. Mount Everest. Yep. <laughs> you have to start at the bottom, and then there's the summit. And some people think like, oh, okay, well, how am I going to get there? Well, you're going to have to stop at about four or five different base camps in order to get to that summit. Exactly. And you're going to have to have a plan in order to get to each base camp. And then you have to plan to get to the next base camp. And you can't skip steps. There's action and there's, there's the, the, you know, there's just four or five goals to get to the summit. But you're going to have to have actions and tasks in order to get to each base camp. Yep. And if you don't follow those, then, yeah, you'll fall off. You really will. But. If you can just look at that small base camp, okay, here's where I'm going to go first. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to drink all my water every week, and I'm going to get my protein goal in every single day. That that would be a small goal right there. Those are mm-hmm. those are two small wins that anyone can easily accomplish. Then you do that, and then the next week you focus on you're going to move your body every day. You're going to sweat every single day. Yep. And Or I'm going to take cold showers every day, et cetera. Once you do that, and then and then you look a month from now, See exactly where, you, where your mindset and your body is. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, they do. You're right. People And people don't write down their goals. If you don't write down your goals, you will never accomplish them. I yeah. can promise you that. And, and the mindset shift comes from the little tiny wins that build confidence. Oh, yep. You know, everyone thinks like you're going to have this gigantic win that gives you this ultimate confidence. Mm-mm. And it's like, no, it's literally just tiny, minute little wins along the way. And mm-hmm. every one of those just adds a little bit more confidence along yep. the way. Because it's, it's no different than what I do with businesses, you know. Mm-hmm. And my background, too, is health wellness stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to use the exact same Mount Everest analogy. I used to use a ladder analogy. You know, if you mm-hmm. aren't focusing on just the next rung you got to grab, mm-hmm. you're going to slip. You know, yeah, if you're staring you at the very top, yep. you know. But, I mean, yeah, it's no different than establishing a... Uh, 10-year target with a company, and then we break it down, you know, a three-year picture, one-year plan, what are your goals for the year, what are the next 90 days look for you? Now focus on just what do you have to do today? Yeah, what yep. what are the actions and tasks you have to yep. do every and single control, day? Control, control, you can control, yep. right? And uh, motivation, too. People ask me all the time, where do you get your motivation from? My motivation doesn't just come. The, here's where motivation comes from. One is the discipline. You have to create a level of discipline first in order to start and then just take a step. Once you develop some kind of discipline to take that step, you will, uh, taking small steps, you'll start to see some results. With those results, you'll then carry a momentum. That momentum is going to get you the motivation. Mm-hmm. That's what will get you exactly. And I, I, I honestly, and I used to be that person. Where do you get motivation? Momentum. What do you mean? Well, create some discipline so you can get some results so that, so that will carry you. You'll get some momentum, just like a flywheel. Yep. <laughs> when you start it, you know, once it keeps going and it's going, it will go. Yep. And then it just feeds itself. Yep, exactly. it does. Yep, yeah. exactly. And this is cool because it's so beyond just fitness or health too. It's anything mm. in your life. Oh my gosh. You know, if you want success in anything in your mm-hmm. life, it starts with literally just starting. You yes. know, and, and people, you know, I think some people look at that and they go, well, there's got to be more to it than that. But there isn't. There's not. It's just start. Take imperfect be, action. Yes, take imperfect. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that right there. Yep. Just start 
and you start to develop more discipline, mm-hmm. you know, and people try to tackle too much at once. Oh my gosh. You know, yep. I want to go to, you know, I've never been in the gym. I want to go to the gym. I'm going to run five miles and try to lift weights. And then the for next an hour day, and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and then That's the next day they, they want to drop over dead and they can't move. Oh yeah. Cause they got rhabdo or something, you know? And then it's like, <laughs> Oh, I'm never going back. Yep. Yeah. Just, just go move your body. Go. I always tell yep. people that are new or even new or don't even have the gym, I'm like, all right, we're going to move your body for 15 minutes today. Yep. You're going to go out and just go for a walk. Yep. I want you walking. Seven days. That's it? Yep, that's it. That's it? That's all I want. I just want you to walk. <laughs> I just want you to learn how to move your body. Because mm-hmm. once you start moving your body, your body will want to move more. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Okay, so let's fast forward back again. Yes. So we have some difficulties along the way. We did. So you're competing. You're going around the nation. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're having success with it. Mm-hmm. Boom. So one, won the upper Midwest championship in Fargo here in 2018. So took first and then took an overall on the show. It was absolutely amazing. Then I was preparing to go to the, um, the Dallas Europa and then go over to Las Vegas again to try to win my pro card. Uh, July 5th, 2018, was back home in Detroit Lakes. And uh, decided to, my parents live on the lake, wanted to go wakeboarding. Wakeboarding's been a hobby of mine for 12 years. I grew up doing it when I was in high school. I instructed it. I, uh, I, I lived and breathed wakeboarding. So my brother, uh, we got in our boat and we went for a few passes and things were a little different wakeboarding now than what they were back in, when I was in high school. I was 30 pounds less, and uh, I just skimmed around the water a little bit easier compared to what I was now. <laughs> so, and the falls are a lot harder now. <laughs> um, so, uh, we went. Uh, it probably was my seventh or eighth pass, and I had fa- I'd fallen, and I told my brother, "All right, last pass. I'm done. I'm just tired." Um, so we got on last pass, and I was testing the wake. Wanted to do a tantrum. And which in wakeboarding terms, it's just like a backflip, but over the wake. Tested it once, came back, went up, and um, I was actually going to go for a, a nose grab first because that's what I want to do. Went, went for the grab. My back, my back end was starting to come out from underneath me, so I was trying to correct it. Came down, heard a snap, and that was it. And I literally, what, my heart was pumping, adrenaline was pumping. I'm like, okay, what's going on? Uh, ended up breaking my femur uh, right there. I had to be, I was, my brother brought me all the way over to the beach in Detroit Lakes. Ambulance came and got me, put me on a stretcher on the dock, everything like that. Yeah, I was just like, oh my gosh, what is going on right now? Because I had never, that was one of the, that was one of my worst fears. Mm-hmm. Literally one of my worst fears. And I literally had to face it. I was literally like, oh my God, I do never ever want to break a bone or pull a muscle or tear a muscle. And then you break the biggest one in your body. Biggest one in my body. <laughs> yep. I was like, wow. Um, so had surgery the next day and that was on a, so that was on a Friday surgery on Saturday. I was out home on Sunday and then we were time for recovery. Honestly, over that time that I broke my femur, it was really hard, but I actually took it very, very well. Um, I accepted it. 
the atrophy really shrunk my body down quite a bit because I was only able to eat once a day. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on crutches, so it was just hard to get food and stuff like that. And when you when you go from eating five to six times a day and then you go to eating once a day, it really like takes a toll on you. And especially with even hydration. I mean, I just I purposely didn't even go get up and get water because it was just hard. You know, I had to carry yeah. this this mug around. I could only fill up half full because I would I would pour the rest out because of my crutches. You know what I mean? Um, so. Yeah, from from there, um, haven't competed since, but I was able to recover well. Haven't had any complications or anything like that, um, you know. And thankfully, you know, thankfully I had health insurance. I mean, health insurance helped a lot. I couldn't imagine if someone didn't have health insurance. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's no a doubt. that's a fifty thousand dollars surgery. Um, it's, Did you have a rod put in it, or yeah, yeah, I okay. have a steel uh, steel rod with two Oof. screws in it. Uh, they won't come out. Um, but I've had to face some small challenges since then. You know, I my legs were a little bold legged, so I've definitely had to train my legs a little bit differently. Um, you know, I didn't train my legs for man. I mean, I did a little bit. I did some some rehab and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like squatting, oh man, it took me like eight months to be able to want to squat again. You know, yeah. I was scared. What was, was what was the biggest what was the biggest item that you learned through all that? Because I think in any in any big catastrophe, I mean, and this is way beyond just something physical, but there's always a silver lining, I think, you know, if you look back and really examine it. Mm-hmm. What was the best thing that came out of that? It's mm, a tough question. I mean, my mindset. I had to, I faced my fear. I, I always tell, like, someone, if you can face a fear in life and if you can overcome it, Man, you can, you can like move buildings. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, and don't get me wrong. Like there was a couple of days I like, I cried because you know, I really did. I mean, I was sad. You know, I mean, my dreams were crushed. You know, but I'm like, just because I maybe can't compete right now, that doesn't define me. You know, now I need to become strong. I need to show people. Now I need to have a comeback, and now I need to do this for myself and show people that. I can overcome this adversity that came into my life. I'll get on stage again someday. I'll go pro. So plans, I, plans to compete again? I will. Yep. After I get married, I'm getting married this year in October, but after. Congrats. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, but I, I will in 2022. I'll take another crack at it. You know, cause it's always, I've, that was a goal I had written down a long, long time ago. I yep. still do. It's still written down. So I will. Um, and that, but you know, and, uh, the one thing, the one lesson I want to tell people when facing your fears is just learn to adapt, just roll with the punches, just roll with it. If it's out of your control, just go with it Yep. and do what you can just keep moving forward and try not to not try to try to not let the negativity tear you apart and write down two things every day that you're grateful for. When you do that, um, you will really start to appreciate your obstacle that you faced. You'll start to appreciate just the small things that you have in life. Mm-hmm. I was appreciative for water. I was appreci- appreciative for a raised to- toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a lot of things, you know. Sometimes we forget about the small things in life when something really bad happens. When you start to appreciate those small things, you'll really start to appreciate life. Yep, no doubt. Mm -hmm. And I think the realization, too, of it may not happen the first time. 
No. You know, Mm -mm. a lot of big challenges, whatever it may be, it takes multiple cracks at them or taking multiple shots before you Mm -hmm. sometimes even make a dent in it. You know, you got to be willing to fail sometimes multiple times in order to to overcome those fears. I love failing because I know that I'm going to succeed after. I would agree. I would absolutely agree. I do. I, I, I love it. And I've I've learned to have failure be my friend. Because when failure is your friend, you got nothing to lose. Yep. You know, and I think too, I was just literally talking to somebody this morning about this. I think you eventually hit a point too. And I said, I think it's partially when you have kids of how fast life starts to move. Mm -hmm. But I think you eventually hit a point too in your life where you just go, you know, life is really short. If you really look at it of how fast time truly goes. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can either spend your time living and going after things, challenges, Mm -hmm. like you said, overcoming fears, adversities, Mm -hmm. or else it's really just kind of surviving. Just survive and just kind of float through the day to day. Mm -hmm. You know, I always think of that scene in uh, is a Billy Madison where he's laying in by the pool and they're t- they're talking about you know, you know, just just floating by every day like a piece like a worthless piece of shit. They're yeah, <laughs> exactly. Talking about it, 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 that's and that's the and one he, thing. What's that, he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that's the one thing that I do not want because I used to do that. I used to just get by, mm-hmm. get by on my bills, get by on my yep. relationships, get by on with my health. Now, it's non-negotiable. Yep. Like, and like and like you said earlier, once you get a taste of it, of overcoming the obstacles or fears or whatever it may be, it's like you want more of it. Yeah, exactly. You know? And you and it's because you know you can do it. Yes, and you build more confidence, and more mm-hmm. confidence leads to taking on bigger challenges or bigger, bigger risks, risks because and, you just want it because you know that you can. You've done this, so why can't you do this? Yep. Exactly. Okay, so going to compete down the road, yes. but now transition really into coaching, mm-hmm. helping others. And it sounds yes. like really more from a not just not just health standpoint, mm-hmm. but really more of a holistic kind mm-hmm. of really kind of a high performance approach almost to mm-hmm. them. So yeah. tell me a little bit about what you do with uh, with the students and clients you work with now. Yeah, thanks for asking. So I have been, well, I was personal training. I started a personal train. Uh probably in 2000 and 2016 I started training under my coach and just really learning how to use nutrition and and strength workouts to to get people to their goals because he was like you should start doing this you should start you know taking clients on and and helping others out I'm like yeah I would love to start doing that so I learned from him and then he was able to to funnel me some clients um, had some small success there um, and then I broke away from him. Well, I still got coach band, but I broke away and started doing my own coaching thing. You know, just really did it on the side. Really, you know, didn't charge a whole heck of a lot. I was just doing just to do it, have a little bit of extra income. This last year, I really scaled my business, hired a business coach and a couple of them, actually. Um, and even this, the beginning of 2020, you know, I was just training people with nutrition and, and strength training workouts and et cetera. But this last, man, over since in July, I really had a shift and a pivot in my, in my coaching business. And I realized that I haven't had as much success as I want to with my clients. And here's why. Is because 
their mindset is shit when they come in. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I am just, I'm just pumping them a plan and saying, Hey, let's do this. Let's check in every week. And then that was it. I touched yep. base with them. I'm like, and, and, and I'm not a holistic coach by any means, but I have been doing meditation and journaling and reading and, and just doing these habits that I, that I believe that everyone should do on a daily basis because the one thing that all of us forget to do is they'll take care of other people and they'll, they'll give here, they'll do that, but they forget to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. 100%. And, 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 you know, I think it's great. Like I'm a huge giver, Patrick. Like I, in, in my relationship, I'm the giver. You know, I, I, I give all the time. I do have my boundaries when it comes to giving. I know how much I should give and how much I shouldn't give, but I'm just a giver. So I help, help, help. And if you're not taking at least 15 minutes for yourself every day, taking time to slow your brain down, taking time to hydrate, taking time to fuel your body, taking time to, to take care of your body, man, I'm going to tell you right now, your relationships will fail. Your career will go downhill and your life will just slowly start to deteriorate because you're not taking care of you because you're, you're everything else. You're letting life happen to you and not for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I'm sick and tired. That's what you end up with. Yeah. Because you're just like, man, at the end of the day, if you don't do any of that stuff, you got, you got nothing to, you got nothing to show. You don't have good health. Your, your body's not where you want it to be. You're, you're not taking care of it nutritionally. Uh, you feel like crap. You get sick two or three times a year. It just gets old. Mm-hmm. Very, very old. So who's who's an ideal client for you? I mean, what kind of people gravitate mm-hmm. toward your to your type of coaching? Yep. So I really enjoy and have for quite a long time, I really enjoy working with busy professionals. I like working with top performers that don't have a lot of time that I can show how to use these mindset and health hacks so that they can perform in their relationships, in their career, and just in life. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoy helping entrepreneurs. Um, you know, I, I, I work with some physician assistants. I work with nurse practitioners. I work with nurses. I work with top sales guys. Um, those are the people that I want to work with. And here's why I want to work with them. I've worked with a lot of different individuals. But I want to work with people that work hard. I want to work with people that Absolutely. want to make a difference in their health. I don't want someone I, I want I want to make sure that they're willing, committed, and they're ready. It's very hard for me to take someone on that is on the fence about working on their health. Yep. I can't help that. I I, can, I just can't help someone like yep. that. I ha, I I want to work with with committed people. Um and that's why that's why I that's why I coach. That's uh, that's why I don't personal train anymore. That's why I coach. I teach people. Yes, there's how, a big difference there. There's mm-hmm. a huge difference between those two things. Right. And so I, I since July I've really taught people how to how to get their mindset right by just doing some small habits, small tasks every single day. So I'm having them do something every single day that can take anywhere from three to ten minutes. And and, and that's just stuff for themselves at home. Now mm-hmm. They, they have to do their workouts and everything on top of that. But the one thing I want to make sure that I track the first few weeks of my program is getting these small little tasks and habits down. 
writing a couple things you're grateful for, setting some daily intentions, water accountability, yep. uh, reading 10 pages a day and documenting what you read, cold showers, um, moving, sweating every single day for a week straight, stuff like that. So working with busy professionals, I, I love working with busy professionals. I've also worked with some kids too. I work with, uh, I work with one kid now, but he's like this kid. It, I work with him and his mom and she is, you know, she works for Valley Imports and he is a kid that he's like, I want to be an athlete. He's like, he's got that mindset and he's like, I want to work really hard and I want to show you that I can do this. And I've worked with a couple of the kids, but, um, yeah, that's, those are, that's my ideal client of who I want to work with. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Good influence right there. The mom. Hey, she's an amazing <laughs> influence. She's awesome. I'll tell you what, she's been through H E double L and back, but, uh, we just had a 25 week review. She's been with me for 25 weeks. She's her health has changed a little bit, but the one thing that's changed is her mindset. And she's yep. like, nothing will stop me. She's like, I've been through so much. But the one thing you've taught me is that just to keep going and stay consistent. And uh, her and her son just actually, they just uh, renewed with me for another 25 weeks. So that's the coolest thing about fitness coaching mm -hmm. is, you know, it starts out with health and your body mm -hmm. and all those things. But once you start embarking on the things like mindset and mm -hmm. self-awareness and mm -hmm. clarity and vision, you know, mm -hmm. then you see it explode into every single area of a person's life. Yeah, and I think and that's the coolest part. Is and it's when priceless. You, yes. Because w anyone would do anything to have a better relationship with their spouse or their kids. Anyone would do anything to be able to perform better at work, mm -hmm. to make, if, if you knew a way to make more money in your career, whatever it is that you do, would you take a chance and, and you know, would you embark on whatever it is that's going to make you better? Absolutely. And I think just find more balance and fulfillment in life too. You know, I think so many people are looking for that subconsciously, not even knowing that they don't have it, you know? Yeah. And along with that, with the whole work side of things and the and the relationship side of things is that just all of the all the dividends that you're gonna bet, get you're gonna get back from just staying hydrated from just eating carbs fats and protein every single time you eat you know if you stay that consistent route you're gonna see so much back mm -hmm. and you're just gonna have such a more crystal clear mindset when it comes to just everything once you have your mindset and your body in check. Man, everything else in life. Yep. Foot on the gas pedal, man. Pretty much. <laughs> exactly. You're exactly right. Okay. So, Jeff, what's the next big thing that you're working on? Oh, man. Um, well, I, I'm so I'm writing two books right now. Two of them? Yep. I cannot okay. tell you the other one. I can tell you offline, but I can't tell people here because okay. it's a... Uh, yeah. Um, so, I'm writing... The first one is The Lion Mentality. And I'm essentially writing exactly my thoughts on how lions work and how they how they incorporate as us as humans and as individuals and how to survive how to survive as just a human going through facing your fears going through adversity i've been broke i've been divorced i've been cheated on i've been i've i've been in some really dark places patrick i've got through it and here i am i'm 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 literally living my best life right now it's awesome. And I don't have all the money in the world, but my health's on track. That'll come. It, That'll it will. Come. It, it will. My health's on track. I help a lot of different individuals that I love, that I see results every single week. I have an amazing fiance. I have an amazing son. I have a great family. 
I literally have everything that I that I need right now. Um, so I'm working on a book, two of them. One's called The Lion Mentality. Um, what else am I doing? So I'm actually also working with a app called Playbook. Okay. Playbook is a um, app where they feature selected trainers or coaches throughout the world, and you can put weekly workouts on there. Um, so it'll be a subscription based, and people can go to this app and they can essentially subscribe. And then they can see the workouts that I have every single day. I'm working on that. And I'm essentially, my business, I'm consistently trying to grow. I'm working on a smaller digital a digital product. And I'm also going to be working on like a, so someone can come into my program for 30 days to get a taste of me or a taste of my program and exactly what I have to offer. And then I'm going to be working on, of course, the one-on-one aspect still group coaching. I want to be able to offer as much as I can to people that can't specifically work with me on a one-on-one basis or etc. So working on a lot right now. Um, that's, that's about it enough. And then I'm getting married. That's, that's enough <laughs> as well. So a lot. That's a whole endeavor in itself, John. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it, it really is. Yeah. October 29th of 2021. We're getting Sweet. married. Good for you. Yeah. We're excited. Good for you. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Well, where can where can our guests find you? Yep. So I'm um, glad you got in touch with you. So Instagram is a is a platform I use quite a bit at uh, Jeff Davis Fit. I also hang out in Clubhouse quite a bit. I'm on a lot of different platforms in there: health and fitness, mindset, um, talking with a lot of other entrepreneurs, busy professionals. At uh, Jeff Davis Fit is is Clubhouse. I'm I'm on TikTok too. I love TikTok yes. a lot. I haven't I haven't dove into that yet. Yeah, but, so uh, t- it, it's intriguing. It's intriguing. TikTok to me. is very cool. It's a it's a platform that's you know you have to be very uh, give a lot of education. I'm there to teach people. I'm there to give life tips, mindset tips. Uh, show where Maria and I like Maria's Maria and myself like our life together, and then um, health and fitness. There, I'm on Facebook a little bit. Uh, Jeff Davis, uh, TikTok is Jeff and or Jeff and the letter N Maria. So Jeff and Maria, those are my places that I hang out. Um, those are my platforms. I really throw a lot of value in in all of my platforms. I want everyone. I, I give all my tips away. I love just giving yep. all my tips away so love people it. can learn from me. Value, value, um, value. Yeah, I love value. I'm I'm all about value. Um, yeah, and then. Uh, I, I just started a free Facebook group, but uh, and that's it, I, you can get that from my my my. Um, if you were to talk to me on Instagram, I can give you the link for my free Facebook group. So, awesome! Yeah, love it, Jeff Patrick. Appreciate it, man. Dude, it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> I love doing this. I love um, I love the lion's mentality mm-hmm. uh, approach that you take because uh, I'm a huge believer in that. Mm-hmm. And it took me a long time to get to that point too. Of like, man, eventually hit that point of no return in life where you're yeah. just like, you know, if I want it, I'm just going to kick the door down, man. Yeah, exactly. You have to, you have to walk like you're in charge all the time. Exactly. You have to walk into a room and people will like, I mean, when I walk into somewhere, I like, I walk in like full of passion, pride, you know, uh, I, I try, I, I always let my ego, I mean, everyone's got one, everyone has an ego, but that's one thing that I, I try, I stay very humble, mm-hmm. but I, love that. I know what I want. I know where I'm going with my relationship. I know where I'm going with my work. I know where I'm, I'm going with my future. And you have to know that too. It's just like when the lion gets up in the morning. 
What's it got to go do? It's got to stretch. And it's got to go hunt. Yeah. It has to go eat. It has to provide for their family. And it's out all day while the family stays back. But you have to have that mission. You can't just lay in the shade all day long. You cannot. You have to get up. You have to, you have to go. And you cannot stop. And, and if you got to go into some dark places, just like the lion does, you can't be scared. You just got to keep going. Love it. Only respect you get in this life is respect that you're in there. 100%. Sweet. Love that. Okay. With that, everybody, don't forget to follow me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook at Patrick Metzger Coaching. Absolutely check out uh, Jeff's uh, social media at Jeff Davis Fit on Instagram. Check out his free Facebook group, like he mentioned. Um, he's a value first guy, which I absolutely love. So uh, be sure to subscribe to, rate the podcast. Uh, as always, show notes from today can be found on my website at patrick-metzger.com. Uh, take a screenshot of today's show. Take myself, take Jeff. Uh, share it with somebody that maybe needs to get uh, moving on their fitness journey and uh, just live in that lion's mentality. So until next time, I want to remind you to own you and the journey.